This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. When it comes to your mother, you want her sleeping in a comfortable bed. When she's with me, she won't have to worry about that because I sleep on a Novilla mattress. Let me tell you, when your mom is at my place, she is sleeping on a very comfortable mattress and she is going to get you one as well. Meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night, made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam that fits all bed frames and is reasonably priced. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room. It comes in a box delivered right to your door, and you get 100 nights to try it out. Skip that trip to the big box mattress store and get a mattress from Novilla. Throw out that cheap Walmart mattress you got in college and get yourself a mattress made by Novilla. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% on any purchase through Novilla directly. Try out the mattress that your mom tried out last night. Again, that's 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY. And a reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. What is going on, my fellow Schwoke Lords? What is up? Welcome back to the 95th time. For the 95th time, welcome back to another episode of Cancel Schweezy, uh, better known as the Lord's Trademark Favorite Podcast. What is up? Welcome to the show today. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you made it. I'm glad you've clicked on my dumb fucking face. I'm glad uh, you clicked on it, and uh, anything you have, any problem with it uh, is your fault. I love that fucking, um, but anyways, yeah, welcome to the show, yeah, I just fucking, I'm fucking laughing at it. Oh no, our table! <laughs> it's always the low quality, but well, <laughs> welcome to the show today, uh, folks, like I said, best episode, that's the reason it's ever been made, uh, welcome to the show, the only podcast that decided to wake up Green Day this year, a lot of people were like, we're not waking up Green Day this year, we're, we're maturing, you're like, shut the fuck up. I identify as a fucking threat. Uh, we we woke up Green Day. I, I made made an effort to wake up Green Day, and I was like, wake me up when September ends. And I really like that. Uh, but anyways, though, the show the show will go on because uh, Green Day woke up, and that means the show is back. Uh, but uh, speaking of, thank you so much for checking that out. Go check out my uh, music over on Spotify, Apple Music, titled Deezer, D's Nuts. <laughs> Got him. Uh, or wherever else you listen to music at because uh, I have music out there. It's like the title of this podcast, Cancel Shweezy, but you just take out the cancel part and it's just uh, Shweezy. Do you have a release coming up? I believe in mid-November, so you're going to want to make sure you want to follow me over on there, I had to submit my final mix of that. So, very, very exciting shit right there. Uh, because, yeah, very exciting shit. Because, uh, yeah, now someone else has to master. I'm not mastering this one. So, um, lots of cool, cool stuff, neat stuff, slicks. If I could, I need that sound, bro. <laughs> That's rough, buddy. Um, but, yeah, go check that out. Even follow me on social media so you even can also get a. Uh, Updated on situations like that, it's at the Shweezy everywhere. That's Facebook, that's Twitter, that's Instagram, that is TikTok, and anywhere else. I think those are the only things people use anymore. We're kind of consolidating. I feel like everyone uses one social media over everything else, and mine is Instagram. I feel like it's Instagram and Twitter for the young people. It's like, 
if you're a Republican or a, uh, a quote-unquote uh, woke, you know, the, the fake woke, you know, as I like to call them, who are like, let's end poverty. I'm going to donate uh, to this nonprofit that pays someone's salary. Like, uh, you're, you're a cool person. Congratulations. You played yourself. It's like, I, I want black people to not get shot by the cops, but I don't want them to live near me. That's for sure. Uh, anyways, though, that's awesome. So follow me on social media. We're, we're at war here, folks. Another social media thing. I don't know if this counts as social media, but it's Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Shweezy. Uh, every Thursday, I play video games on the internet, and I yell into a microphone, and I talk to you, and it's even more, and I get more frustrated every week. Uh, you know it's not a weekly stream of mine if I don't say I fucking hate this game. Uh, yet I continue playing it. I, we were doing a uh, Pokemon Heart Gold Nuzlocke, uh, but I recently lost the Nuzlocke. For those of you who don't know what Nuzlocke is, it's like regular Pokemon, but if your Pokemon dies in battle, uh, it's permanently dead. And I also went by the rules that if I lose any battles, even if I have Pokemon in the PC then uh, that's a defeat, uh, uh, permanent L, and uh, I, I fucking lost. That's rough, buddy. Uh, and, because uh, I did not prepare myself. But anyways, though, I think I'm going to start a new Pokemon game. Uh, probably not doing Nuzlocke, because apparently I, I was like, t- I was like fucking ripping, ripping good at that shit, and then all of a sudden I lose because there was a level curve. Oh, anyways, though, maybe I shouldn't have done fucking Gen 4. Ah, um, anyways... Uh, though, go check it out. I'm probably going to start, like, thinking about starting a Pokemon Black randomizer, but I'm thinking about, like, doing it where only my Poke, only the wild Pokemon are randomized. Uh, and so, like, yeah, if only the wild Pokemon are randomized, so uh, I have, like, all the gym leaders and stuff stay the same, but, like, whatever team I'm able to get uh, is going to be, it's going to be up in the air. So that's going to be cool. That's going to be be awesome. And I really like that. So definitely go check me out over on Twitch. Uh, uh, watch me fucking lose games over on Twitch. Uh, and if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can connect it to your uh, Twitch account for a Twitch Prime. That means you get to, to subscribe to someone over on Twitch. A sub, uh, To follow anyone is free, but to subscribe to someone, typically you would spend $5 for that. But with your Amazon Prime account, uh, you don't spend any extra money on it besides what you're already paying for your Amazon Prime account. You can go ahead and give us a subscribe over on Twitch. That would really help financially support me. It supports this show. It also generally supports me. It's one-man operation over here. Uh, so that's a great way. Another way is our Patreon page. Uh, right now, I'm making it to be a tip bucket, so just just helping us out how you can. You can give us a dollar. You can give me $5,000. You can... You can, let, you can say, hey, I'll give you $5,000, but you have to give me a hand job, and I will think about it. Uh, so go check that out. But here's all the free shit you can do. I know we got a, a lot of audio-only listeners, so I want to say to the audio-only people, uh, make sure you go check out our YouTube page, even uh, if you're one of those people who's like, I, when I listen to the show, I drive. And so when I say at the end of the show, honk if you love butt drugs, you're definitely honking, right? You're not, you're not cheating, are you? Uh, but go check our YouTube page because we do post our full episodes over on YouTube. We also do post highlights, which you can share with your friends or just watch those. Because I know there's a lot of people who are like, I just watch the highlights of the show instead of listening to the whole thing. Because not really podcast people, but they are like YouTube people. So you can check that out. So it's a great thing to do. You can share segments with your friends and family and loved ones um, and stuff like that. So it's really cool. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, give us a like. Leave us some comments there. Especially if you have something important to say. Uh, and go on, like, the highlights of the full episode. Uh, leave us a comment on what your thoughts are. And I'm like, that's definitely something we can read and discuss on the show. But probably usually not discuss them on the show. Usually, sometimes they're mean. 
Uh, That's rough, buddy. Uh, and then obviously, uh, make sure, like, if you're subscribed on YouTube, make sure you are subscribed as well to us on uh, your preferred uh, streaming uh, or your preferred podcasting platform. Like, I assume it's Apple and Spotify these days. It seems weird that people are using other platforms because those two are, like, the perfect platforms for it because it's, like, I don't Anyways, though, but anyway, wherever you subscribe and leave us a review, 543-201-star review. Uh, those are great ways to help some, a show out. That would actually help any podcast you listen to out uh, without doing anything. So uh, do that, and, uh, you know. And I really like that. Anyways, though, uh, it's time for our first segment, the show, the, the segment we start off every show with. Uh, previous week right now. What is previous week right now? Well, uh, last week stuff happened, um, and right now I will be going over it. That's why we call it previous week right now so make sure you go check that out don't be stingy come on mark don't be stingy you definitely you definitely want to go check that shit out uh our previous week right now we check that shit out uh but check that shit out just don't s- turn this podcast off or whatever however you're listening slash watching uh this podcast just just don't turn it off be cool like that just just don't turn it off um that'd be that'd be cool stuff neat stuff slick stuff that is the next sound drop i am figuring out for this podcast. I'm letting y'all know that. Anyways, though, um, oh, I got this one back. Okay, okay. Let's just jump into it. There we go. Got it back. I updated the soundboard a couple a couple of them. Uh, mainly, I just wanted... Oh, no! Our table! I just wanted that back. But anyways, though... Let's just jump into it. Um, from Consequent Sound, Lil Nas X pauses Atlanta concert to take a mean shit. Ooh. That's rough, buddy. Uh, when it comes to a Little Nas X performance, you have to prepare for the unexpected. The advice can also extend to the rapper himself, who was forced to pause his Atlanta show earlier this week to take a mean shit. As we saw in our recap of Lil Nas X's first night at Radio City Music Hall, the Long Live Montero tour consists of three acts, giving the performers a brief break between each as the curtains close. Evidently, Lil Nas X took that as his opportunity to answer nature's call. I'm backstage, and this is not a part of the show, but I'm taking a mean shit. He told the audience once the venues... Over the venue speakers, I'm going to be like a minute or two and I'll be right back. If you ask us, the music biz could always use a little more transparency and some fans look to Twitter to express their admiration for Lil Nas X and the noble honesty. He is so real for this, one user wrote. Luckily for the rapper, considering the number of costume changes in the show, removing his pants probably didn't pose any major hindrances. See a clip of the moment below. The Long Live Montero tour continues through November, and you can grab tickets at the remaining dates at Ticketmaster. He also recently had the honor of being turned into a wax figure at Madame Tussauds, and last week he shared the song Star Walkin', the official 2022 Legend of, of Legends World Champ- League of Legends World Championship anthem. Uh, why is Lil Nas X playing the Virgin soundtrack? But also, I also want to say, uh, Lil Nas X was at, uh, he played in Nashville, I think it was on Sunday? Yesterday for me. Uh, the previous Sunday, uh, was, what day, uh, August 2nd, October 2nd, that's, August 2nd, October 2nd, the same night Elton John played in Nashville too, uh, gotta say, it's a pretty gay night in Nashville. Anyways though, I'm kind of curious, because at first I was like, okay, if I had to take a, if I had the, had to take a fucking, if a turtle was coming out of my asshole, and, uh, I needed to stop playing music, 
Um, it was basically an emergency at this point for him. Like, it had to be an emergency. Uh, basically, I'd be like, hey, drummer, do a drum solo for a couple minutes, and when I come back, you, uh, then, well, then you can stop, or whatever, you know, something like that. Can you do that? You know, I just have the drummer do something like that. That's how I would do it. Uh, but he seems to have, like, a more structured show from what it's looking like. It looks like he has three acts and does, like, different costume changes and stuff like that. So, yeah, there's stuff like that. But, you know, th this shit happens. Like, sometimes you just fucking, fucking you get diarrhea and you just gotta take a mean, like, as he says, a mean shit. And so, speaking of which, like, you just have to, you just kind of have to know what to do in, in like, situations that don't really match out. Like, what are we gonna do now? Like, a guitar string broke. What would you do? You swap out guitars, maybe, uh, get a new one, like, have them change strings, come back, you know. It, it's all that stuff. Like, that, that stuff just happens. Uh, and, you know, shit, sometimes a turtle, a brown turtle is trying to come out of your asshole, and you do it. Uh, did, did they say what happened in, like, a minute or two? Uh, they just, was it just silence for, like, a couple minutes? Uh, because, yeah, I would have been like, uh, hey, drummer, you want to play a drum solo, or does the rest of the band want to play shit? Uh, that's what I would have done, um, but, you know, sometimes, uh, things aren't as, like, easy, but usually, like, you could be like, hey, the drummer, can you, or drummer, can you just do a drum solo for a couple minutes until I come back? I gotta take a mean shit, and they'll be like, okay, I'll do that, and they, they just do a drum solo, just dicking around or whatever, and, uh, they come back, and so, it's all cool. So, and they're like, I love the transparency in music, I'm like, I mean, when you're when you're in music, you you just expect shit to fucking happen like on stage, you know. You just expect things to happen on stage, and you just gotta hope for the best. Like expect, like always expect something bad could happen, and determine what are you going to do from there. You know, it's just that. Uh, most musicians know this. Lil Nas X knows this, and uh, he he's being real. He's like, and I I, mean, I saw this on uh, TikTok. He he's going to the, he gets the joke. It's always bad when people are like. Uh, I'm so embarrassed I had to take a fucking shit during my set. Like, no one cares. Just, you know, you figure that shit out and you move on from it. It's all fun and games. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I guess it's all fun and games or stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Taco Bell is apologizing for its breakfast menu. What? This is from K-E-Y-C. That's just the news station. Uh, Taco Bell is apologizing for its old breakfast menu. Uh, the chain said it appears people want basics for breakfast, and many items like the naked egg taco or even the waffle taco were anything but. Uh, those order options are gone, and the company has a new ad campaign promising it won't go that crazy again. Talk about tap comedian and Saturday Night Live alum Pete Davidson for the gig with two commercials coming out this month that will run through December. In case you haven't hit up a Taco Bell recently, the breakfast menu has breakfast burritos, quesadillas, and crunch wraps, all stuffed with egg, cheese, and meat. The company admits it's it over-innovated, and in breakfast, you have to be consistent. Clearly, the menu change worked. Taco Bell's breakfast sales have surpassed 2019 levels. See, I've always wondered about Taco Bell. Like, why is it like, hmm, I want breakfast, uh, and I just want fast food breakfast. Like, you go to McDonald's. Like, you always go to McDonald's. They don't have that. Maybe a Hardee's? Do you see a Hardee's? That's good. Um, Wendy's, I guess is okay. Wendy's nuts gonna fit in your mouth? Uh, Burger King has decent breakfast, but, like, you don't think Taco Bell for breakfast. I never think Taco Bell. And, and honestly, breakfast burritos, have that always been on the menu? Uh, 
I mean, I guess, like, a breakfast quesadilla, though, that seems, I guess it could work. I don't know, it's just like sausage, egg, and cheese, or whatever, I'm like, that'll work. Most people like that combo. Or, like, egg, cheese, and meat, yeah, just egg, cheese, and meat, like, those always do seem to work. They're like, we're sorry, we kind of went overboard. Uh, naked egg taco, the waffle taco, we're kind of sorry for that, that... That was kind of crazy. I don't think the waffle taco seemed that crazy. Was it like just sausage, egg, and on like a waffle? That's not too crazy. It's like a, was it like a waffle sandwich you get at some places? Uh, I also want to know, what's everyone's favorite um, breakfast fast food? That's, like fast food is in like you can go through a drive-thru. Like Denny's does not count. What the fuck is up, Denny's? Um, so Denny's does not count, but uh, like McDonald's, uh, Sonic, I guess Sonic counts. I've never, I don't think I've ever eaten breakfast at Sonic. I'm just like, you know. But if you get coffee, if you get coffee at fucking fast food places, uh, like, it, you have to, it has to be an emergency. Like, I need caffeine right now or I'm gonna fucking die. I'm like, that's the only time you do that. Um, but I guess that also saves you two trips from like, hey, I don't want to go to Starbucks too. Or I don't have to go to an actual good coffee shop. So that, that runs through. So, I just like talk about, I was like, we're apologizing for being crazy. Uh, you've been crazy for a while. Like, you took, you keep taking away items and then bringing them back. Like, the Mexican pizza. They're like, we're bringing the Mexican pizza back, fellas. Even though everyone was upset that we took those away, bringing it back. Oh, you actually liked french fries from Taco Bell with nacho cheese? We're bringing that back, too. We're fucking bringing everything back. You know what? We're going to take it away and make you beg to have them back. That's Taco Bell for you. Taco Bell's like, we, we're going to make you fucking... Get on your fucking knees, suck our dicks, and beg for us to bring fucking french fries back. That's what Taco Bell is. We're gonna make you fucking beg. Uh, but anyways, and they have, like, what the fucking stuff that they do have on their menu. Breakfast burritos, like, isn't that the first thing that they should be, like, focusing on is breakfast burritos, uh, quesadillas, and crunch wraps. And crunch wraps are basically quesadillas with a crunch in between. Uh, I mean, but they're all, they're also folded different. Someone's be like, well, actually, it's folded in a special way, and it's a huge tortilla. Um, you can shut the fuck up, and, uh... Congratulations, you played yourself. Uh, but anyways, though, uh, it over-innovated. Um, here, here's just my advice, you know, Taco Bell, if you're gonna go to Taco Bell in the a.m., it needs to be, like, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., not 8 a.m., 9 a.m., God forbid, 7 a.m. Don't go to Taco Bell at those times. That's that's my advice uh, to you uh, to make sure you live a better life, to make you to to make you a better person. Uh, because mainly, this is the type of guy you get. So, uh, to make you a better person, just don't go to Taco Bell for breakfast. Go for Taco Taco Bell. It, it's supposed to be dark out when you go to Taco Bell, and by dark out, I mean not when the sun is coming up. That's for sure. Listen to my advice. This is from Deadline. Netflix removes LGBTQ tag from Jeffrey Dahmer series following backlash. That's rough, buddy. Netflix has made the decision to drop the LGBTQ tag from Dahmer, 
Monster the Jeffrey Dahmer story after experiencing backlash from viewers. The series about the Milwaukee serial killer was categorized with the LGBTQ tag, but was originally removed following criticism from the community. The streaming platform tags every show and movie to make, sh make search queries easier for subscribers. Searching LGBTQ brings up shows like Heartstopper, Young Royals, Uncoupled, Alex Strangelove, and many more. The series and films tagged with LGBTQ showcase characters that identify with the LGBTQ community, giving representation to the often marginalized group. Tagging the Dahmer series with the LGBTQ made some in the community upset, as that is not the representation they want. It's known that Dahmer targeted men and boys, with some being from the LGBTQ community, and watching the series has added to the trauma of the victims' families. I feel like fetishes the whole this whole horrible moment in Milwaukee history it shouldn't be looked at that way it just feels completely wrong drag performer BJ Daniels told WISN I know a lot of my friends and a lot of people who lived through this period will not be watching it they will not be putting money into someone's pockets that is literally disturbing the graves of victims Netflix has tagged Dahmer series with ominous and dark, and it is unclear when they remove the LGBTQ tag. Created by Ryan Murphy and Ian Brenna, Dahmer Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, stars Evan Peters as the titular character. The series exposes these unconscionable crimes centered around the undeserved victims and the communities impacted by the systematic racism and institutional failures of the police that allowed one of America's most notorious serial killers to continue his murderous spree in plain sight for over a decade. So, uh, just what I, I just love the idea is like the LGBTQ community was like, Hey, we would love content Netflix that really, we really want content, uh, that really helps us, gives us some representation. And Netflix is like, you got it. And, uh, they're like, Hmm, uh, this new Jeffrey Dahmer miniseries, should we, <laughs> You know, we have this whole catalog of serial killer documentaries and serial killer uh, miniseries. Uh, should we put it in there? Fuck no. Uh, you know, he was pretty gay. Uh, I think we should put him in the LGBTQ community because they've been fucking asking for representation. This is the representation they want. They want the guy who murdered gay people uh, for that and uh, who took advantage of people and drugged and raped people and killed them and eat them. Uh, this is the this is the kind of representation the LGBTQ community wants. Netflix, you just fucking I don't know. Like you could have put it under C. Like you have a whole catalog of content that's just made that's just serial killers. Like, and you're like, who no, let's not put Jeffrey Dahmer in the fucking serial killers. Let's put him in the gay icons. You know, gay icons out there. Jeffrey Dahmer. I also thought like, did why did Jeffrey Dahmer not get laid in prison? Like. Sounds like he would have been gotten late. I mean, I guess they'd be like, oh, you're, don't eat me afterwards. But, like, same time, he's like, don't leave me. Like, I don't think they're going to leave you, Jeffrey. You both live in, you know, like, you live in the same place. You could have got a roommate. And you're like, oh, don't leave me. Nah, Jeffrey, I'm just going back to my bunk. <laughs> I'm just going back to the top bunk, Jeff. Uh, you know, calm down. Uh, anyways, though, not Jeffrey Dahmer. He was, he was a knucklehead. One big old knucklehead. Uh, and, uh, people were like, why are you using the word knucklehead? I was like, well, Jeffrey Dahmer, he, like, killed people, and he, at, and at some point, he, like, started eating people. Like, I know who Jeffrey Dahmer is, why are you calling him a knucklehead? Because what he did was knucklehead-like. Like, so, that's why Jeffrey Dahmer 
is a knucklehead. So, you know, uh, and the fucking cops were just helping him out. Hey, Jeff, you want me to bring boys back to your apartment? <laughs> He's like, actually, yeah, that would be pretty great. You know, with the glasses, though, they're like, how did you not think this guy was a serial killer? I watched uh, one documentary, like, last night about Jeffrey Dahmer, and basically it was a guy who went to high school with them. You know, they went to their, like, 10-year reunion, and I guess, like, they're like, whatever happened to that Jeffrey Dahmer? You know, like, they just bring that up. And someone's like, I bet he's a serial killer now, you know? And they're like, ah, ha, 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 ha. And then all, all of a sudden, like, oh, he actually, uh, yeah, he actually, he was a little bit worse than that. He was a cannibal, too. I don't get the cannibal shit, you know? Like, I don't understand how those wires can get crossed where it's like a sex thing, you know? No, I, I don't get, I don't get that. Not me. Army Hammer, could you please explain to me why? Uh, why fucking eating someone's turning you on? Uh, the only thing I'm eating is pussy, okay? Uh, what's what? You know what the fuck's going on there? Uh, I'm just eating pussy. I'm just a lot of pussy. Maybe we could ask, hey, Garth. And I really like that. Garth Brooks, could you tell me what human beings taste like and why you like tasting human beings? Because I know you've killed people, and I can't imagine you haven't at least eaten one of them. Uh, because Garth Brooks, give those families closure. Garth Brooks, please do that. And, uh, yeah, what else do I have to say about that knucklehead Jeffrey Dahmer? Like, he was gay, you know? I always wonder, though, like, if he wasn't an alcoholic, he was just a normal gay. Like, he seemed like people wanted to hang out with him. Like, the worst thing that happened was like, hey, man, your apartment smells like ass. Like, that was the worst thing about him. Like, Jeffrey, maybe, you know... Maybe you should have killed people somewhere else, and then, I, like, that hotel guy, and maybe just, like, taking them with you, you know, to your apartment, and dispose of everything properly. I don't, I don't know, Jeff. I don't know, Jeff. He's dead. Uh, you, think, you think he's in heaven? I mean, obviously no one thinks he is, but, you know, he did get baptized, so. Some people would believe, yes, he is in heaven, and he was a Christian when he died. So he could be in heaven, if, if y'all believe in that. Uh, he's in heaven, he's like... Seeing those people he ate, and he's like, Hey guys. <laughs> just, just fucking hanging out. Maybe just hanging out with the people you ate, you know? That's weird. That is really weird. Anyways, though, back to our last article. Let's just, let's just fucking... Let's, let's just, just jump into it. Uh, from NPR. McDonald's will have adult Happy Meals in October. For a limited time only, Happy Meals aren't just for kids. McDonald's teamed up with the fashion streetwear brand Cactus Plant Flea Market to release an adult meal box complete with a classic character toy. One day you ordered a Happy Meal for the last time and you didn't even know it. McDonald's said on its Facebook page earlier this month, with the fast food giant's upcoming campaign will give adults a chance to revisit a part of their childhood. Starting next Monday and running through October 30th, McDonald's will offer the Cactus Plant Flea Market Meal Box, where adults can get a taste of childhood nostalgia. The box comes with a meal and a classic McDonald's character, Grimace, the Hamburglar, Birdie, and newcomer Cactus Buddy. Cactus plant flea market fans can also win merchandise by participating in a sweepstakes through the McDonald's app. We're taking one of the most nostalgic McDonald's experiences and literally repackaging it in a new way that's hyper-relevant for, 
for our fans. Tariq Hassan, McDonald's USA Chief Marketing and Customer Experience Officer, said in a statement Tuesday, this isn't the first time McDonald's has teamed up with big pop culture names to boost sales. In 2020, it teamed up with American rapper Travis Scott marketing his favorite meal, a quarter pounder fries in a Sprite. And in 2021, McDonald's released the BTS meal, a collaboration with the South Korean boy bands. You know, this just fucking excites me. I am so excited. See, here's the thing. I fucking love McDonald's. And like, people are like, do you even know what's in a chicken nugget? I'm like, do you even know how many fucking dudes you've let just fucking jizz inside you, Martha? Maybe you need to shut the fuck up on this one. Maybe you should fucking pick your own battles. Because fucking chicken nuggets taste great. The quarter pounder tastes great. Uh, they have an oak. They have a pretty good chicken sandwich. I would eat that chicken sandwich over fucking Chick-fil-A, the homo- homophobic one. And I don't even like pickles, but Chick-fil-A, they make sure the pickles don't touch. Because uh, that'd be gay. Um, it's cool that a company's teaming up with them. And uh, there's a good chance I'm going to be fucking getting a couple of these. Okay, there's four characters. I'm going to I'm gonna have to try and get all of them. I'm going I'm to have to fucking... I'm just going to have to go to McDonald's every day. And uh, I'm going to need to really work hard and make sure just, you know, uh, sometimes hard work and dedication... Um, I wonder, wonder, because I know when I worked at McDonald's for three months, uh, they would just put the toy in, just a random ass toy in or whatever, you know, into the box or whatever. I wonder what they're going to do with this. If I could be like, Hey, could I get the Hamburglar this time? Uh, I'm an adult and I was getting some happy meals for some Pokemon cards. Um, I'm, I am kind of worried though, cause I kind of want to get into Pokemon cards, but there's a lot of financial a lot of finances put into that um, that could ruin me. And uh, I sometimes need music gear and podcast gear uh, and other shit. You know, I, I need that shit. So uh, life's a dirty game. you got to play dirty to win it. And uh, hopefully I can get all of these Happy Meal toys for adults. Have you ever been out in public and thought, hey, look at that fat guy? only for it to turn out to be a mirror and you are in fact the fat guy? That was the moment that kickstarted me into becoming the greatest health expert the world has ever seen. But I wasn't born being built different. Like Joe Cocker before me, I get by with a little help from my friends. And my friends happen to be today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements for to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while you work out as well. Another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder, by using the link in our description today you can save 15% on your purchase. Go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When you're at the beach, you aren't going there naked, letting everyone see your little shrunken PP from being in the water. No, you're wearing some sort of clothing to cover up your privates. So why would you let companies you buy products from have access to the privates of your credit cards? That's where today's sponsor privacy comes becomes the clothing for your credit card information. Privacy is the first payment product that keeps your personal information private while being even more convenient than using a physical payment card online. Privacy empowers you to protect your physical card information, 
each merchant you share your card information with puts you more at risk to hackers or data breaches. Why not use a privacy card instead? By creating a virtual card with privacy for each merchant you shop with, your physical card is safe and secure. Privacy cards can be paused or closed at any time, preventing any future transactions from being authorized. Privacy cards can also be single-use, meaning they close after just one authorized transaction. One of my favorite ways to use privacy is for a service with a free trial that requires you to put in a credit card to sign up. But wait, there's more. By using the link in our description, you can get $5 to spend anywhere. That's money you get to use. So start paying the smart way with privacy. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Oh no! Our table! <laughs> Uh, this weekend, I went to a bachelor party for a friend who's getting married. And so, with everything in my life, uh, it could be like, you know, hey, a friend's having a social event, would you like to come? Yes, because I can then talk about it on my job. And uh, usually, that's why I, I agree to a lot of things. I figured out in life, I just agree to a lot of things, because then I can talk about it on my job. And though, so now... That's what I'm gonna do. That's what we're gonna talk about. So uh, let's just jump into it. Um, so it's a bachelor party, and I don't know. Like when I was first asked, "Hey, we're going to this cabin for my bachelor party," I'm like, "Ugh." And uh, the reason I think that is because uh, in Nashville, uh, every bachelor—it's just—it was—it was was Music City, but now it's become Bachelorette City. Like that's what the city's become, and it's also—it's just kind of sad though. And like you know, it's. Like, a great place for music. Like, you meet a lot of music people, but, like, like 20 years or whatever, is it going to be, like, a good music place to live or whatever? Like, I guess they're going to have some headquarters still there, but at the same time, uh, like, ugh. Like, I wish they'd just get rid of party buses and shit like that and just, you know, keep the downtown. I wish I wish they could just pass some law, because they, they were trying to do a deal with a lot of party bus shit, and then, uh... I guess someone had money, got their way around it. That's, you know, the scooters, they used to, they were like, we're going to ban the scooter thing. And then uh, those scooter companies paid money, and the mayor was like, you know what, I guess they can stay. Uh, but anyways, though, no talking about Nashville, because this, this story, these stories did not happen in Nashville. Therefore, we cannot talk about Nashville. So, uh, this was at a cabin in the middle of nowhere. So that's where this took place. Uh, I could tell you, uh, where it was, and none of you, I can't imagine, someone may come like, I kind of know that area, and then, but if you've not been there, like, you don't know the area. I'm going to tell you right now, you probably don't know the area. Uh, that's rough, buddy. That's for sure. So, uh, yeah, I did have fun. It was a fun, it was a fun, it was a fun time, fun partying. I was, was it, it was, I came up Friday, and I left Sunday. I thought it ended on Saturday, I think, at first, and I thought I had plans on that, and so I had to get my meds sent to me from a friend who was coming in on Saturday. Uh, so, long story short, I did have fun, but it was nice when I got back, though, because I didn't shower that whole time. I was only around guys, and we're drinking, and then we're, all, and then, so you have that, and then you're also, like, around campfires and smoke and shit, you know, not, well, there were people smoking, but uh, we're not talking about them. We're talking about me and what I did at this bachelor party, and, uh, so, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was a fun time, you know, but it was also, you know, like campfires or like fire pits, you know, like the smoke gets on you and then you go home and like, yeah, you can't wear those jeans anymore. You can't rewear those jeans you wore. Uh, so it was like, that's so, like immediately got home. I like threw all my clothes in the wash, 
to wash all my clothes, and then, uh, uh, yeah, and then I took a shower, and I'm like, you, you like, you feel like a whole new person after you take a shower. Showers are great, people. Uh, if you're into anime, you should, you should really get into showers, I'm gonna tell you. They're pretty great. Uh, and I could probably go, like, a day without a shower. After that, though, like, the drive back, I'm like, got in the shower, like, oh. Uh, and I, it wasn't as good as coming, but it was, it was pretty close. Um... But, you know, the first thing I saw when we got into the cabin is, uh, you know how, like, women, men will get this, women will probably get this too, but, like, when women decorate a home, there's always these cheesy fucking shit everywhere. Like, you know, a nice man's home is pretty, like, you know, just, cla- like, art pieces, like, a good one, like, art pieces. I, I mean, I have posters, but I put them in frames, you know, it's like an Airbud poster, you know, it's just classy shit, um, you know, and, uh, and stuff like that, so it's just, like, really nice, classy things, you know, hang on the wall, because if you don't hang on the wall, you're a fucking psycho, uh, that's for sure. Well, this place, this cabin, I guess somehow a woman got in there and decorated the place, uh, even though it was, like, kind of initially, like, a hunting cabin, where it was just, like, a bunch of beds and, like, just a place to hang out. Um, anyways, though, they, um, anyways, they, yeah, men deal with these stupid-ass decorations women put up just because they want their penis touched. So, I saw a sign for... Uh, cabin rules. Uh, I'm going to pull up the picture now, uh, and then for those listening, I will also be reading the cabin rules of, uh, the cabin, so I very much enforced these rules upon everyone this weekend at the cabin, so, uh, now that you, some of you can see it, but I'm gonna read it for those listening. Uh, rule number one, be lazy and crazy, and I'm already a little crazy, and it's like, when I break up with a woman, it's like, I can never say she's she's crazy. I'm like, I'm crazy too. I can't be saying that shit. Uh, even if it is true, <laughs> sometimes. I haven't really dated, like, anyone who's crazy, though. I think most of the, I'm more, I'm, I'm really into, like, smarter women. And, uh, that's why things haven't worked out for me. Uh, but the be lazy part, I was definitely being lazy. Uh, rule number two, my favorite rules. Uh, campfires. Um... And campfires was the only one on this list, uh, for those seeing this, that you know. But for those listening, uh, you know, uh, you'll, you need to know that the only thing in all capital letters is campfires. And that's rule number two, campfires. I'm like, um, you couldn't have, like, put a little bit of extra paint there to put, like, enjoy campfires. Like, you could have put that there. But no, you're just like, rule number two, Campfires! And, uh, all caps. And you're just like, Jesus, fucking calm the fuck down. Um, so that was rule number two. And so, uh, I was like, hey, everyone, rule number two, campfires. Um, and then rule number three, eat and drink plenty. I did a lot of that. I, I usually eat one meal a day. I usually just, like, go for one big-ish meal a day. So it's kind of like, because for me, it's kind of like intermittent fasting, where it's like, hey, I ate 1,500 calories in one meal but that's all I ate today. So I reached my daily calorie limit. That's a good thing to do. Uh, I go over that a lot though. Don't, don't, don't pretend. I'm not pretending like I'm perfect, but that's why I tried it. I do try for one meal a day. And then like the middle of the night, I'd be like, I'm going to eat something. I'm going to snack. I want, I need, I, I was good today. I need a snack. Uh, I've been drinking. I need to fucking get cracker crumbs all over my desk. Um, that's just me, though. That's a different thing. Uh, but no, eat and drink plenty. We we definitely drank plenty. And I'm going to be talking about more about the drink plenty part. We did eat plenty. We just mainly ate three meals a day. And uh, that was 
that was off for me. Apparently, no, no, that's that's how normal people eat. But I like to follow Charles Gambino when he says breakfast, lunch, and dinner is for beginners. You don't even know, and that's that's how I live. Uh, rule number four: take a nap. I did take a nap. Uh, mainly because I woke up, hung out with everyone a little bit, then I'm like, I'm tired. And so I went inside, took a nap. Because uh, usually if I'm drunk, I just sleep everything. I just sleep the pain off. And uh, you know, that's how that works. Uh, so a lot of us, we all did take naps. So we did follow rule number four. I actually think we followed all these rules. Uh, rule number five, enjoy the day. You know, I enjoy the day. Uh, but we did bring up rule number two and rule number four a, a lot because... We, we definitely needed to bring those up a lot because those were probably the most important rules to begin with. Um, oh, I also want to talk about pissing outdoors. So this is like the middle of nowhere, and it was just all guys. So it's like, let's all piss outdoors. So you kind of go to like nearest the tree line where no one's just going to look at your fucking wiener because no one wants to see just enough. No one wants to see a wiener. Like, it doesn't matter what gender you are. I don't, do gay men like seeing wieners? Because I'm like, I don't know. I think they just... I, th- I feel like if I was a gay man, I would just like I just want my wiener sucked by another man. I don't want to see someone else's wiener. But I, I, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not an expert on the gays. Uh, I should be an expert on the gays. I don't know why I'm not. So, anyways, though, but like, paying outdoors for a man slash penis havers. I'll just say the penis havers out there. Pissing outdoors is the fucking best. And I gotta tell you. Um, so there's like a debate like should you sit down to pee or should you stand to pee. And, like, I know there's a lot of fathers out there teaching their son to be like, uh, there's moments you have to take the sit-down pee, and there's some moments you gotta take your stand-up pees. And, you know, there's a difference like that. I hate peeing sitting down. Uh, if it's just a pee, I will not sit down to pee. I don't know why. I think it's just a lot of effort. It's not a lot of effort getting down. I think it's a lot of effort getting up for me, because I'm probably just kind of fat. And so, like, I always just like standing up to pee, and a life hack I learned... Uh, from my dead dad, may he rest in peace. And if you play the Candle Sweezy drinking game, gotta take a sip, uh, take a drink. Um, he taught me that, hey, if you get pissed on the toilet seat, just take some toilet paper, wipe it off. You know, problem solved. And that's what I think you should do. So, like, I'm not going to, you know, just always leave the toilet seat down. Just piss on it, wipe it off. You know, life's better. Um, anyways, though, but just peeing outside, you just pull your dick out, piss. You don't have to worry about aim, because, you know... That's the problem with toilets, is that, like, you have to really focus on your aim. And any slight movement, you can get pissed somewhere. And then that's why Roman's like, do you men know how to aim? Use the toilet. Like, men, just wipe your piss. But peeing outside, though, ladies, listen to this, or vagina havers and ladies, just know that for a man, pissing outside is just so fucking easy. Like, you don't have to worry about your aim. Like, your only, your only progress is, like, just don't get it on yourself. And that's not hard. That's why it's on the toilet seat. Men, men rarely get pee on themselves. I think that's just how life works. So paying outside is great, and uh, being in the middle of nowhere, I, I don't get the opportunity often to be able to just piss outside, and it's so great. Uh, we went to a buffet uh, in the nearest town. It was like a smallish town. Uh, and, you know, it was it was pretty good. The buffet was pretty good. I don't want to give their name out because because what I'm about to say, but they didn't have a ton of options, and I was, I was told... I was told that this buffet was, like, Golden Corral, but better. And, like, Golden Corral has cotton candy. Let's just be honest. One time, me and my family went to Golden Corral for Thanksgiving. And I ate, like, ten sticks of cotton candy. Um, I can't do that anymore uh, because I will, and I'm not making the best effort right now, will not have a neck. Um, 
trying that. I'm looking kind of fat. My brother was like, you have a neck beard? I'm like, shut the fuck up. I'm just getting fat. He's like, why are you getting fat? I'm like, shut the fuck up. My dad's dead. I take a drink. Um, so anyways, it was good. But they didn't have a lot of options. But when, when we were there, uh, we, we eventually got our checks. And we are like, so we'll be all together or we'll be separate? And then I was just like, separate but equal. Uh, as God intended. <laughs> And I didn't, I, I guess I didn't say eyebrows. No, I didn't say has God intended. I didn't say that. I'm just, I've, I've had a little bit of alcohol. I need to get that. That's a sound drop too, I need to remember. Uh, I just, uh, I was just like separate but equal. That's all I said. And then just fucking people were like, that's not funny. It's like sometimes I can say things that are not funny and make people laugh. That's just the power of me and. Uh, what? No, sorry. This is the type of guy you get. So, uh, yeah. Um. So I said that. Uh, oh yeah, later in the game, I wanted to play like Jackbox Party Pack, and then I brought my on well, my Switch. And I had my Apple TV, and uh, so I was wanting to do that. So I got the app of my Switch working on there and stuff like that. But then I tried to connect my Apple TV, uh, and we yeah we did play a couple games of Jackbox, and then I brought like my Apple TV. And I want to get that set up because I can like just uh, a stream porn for my phone, and uh, and then you can be like, was it? Man on woman? Was it woman porn? Were women involved? No, they were not. And uh, were hot men involved? No, they were not either. It would have been old men. We've just been watching that shit. It was like a projector, and it was like a somewhat older projector. And so it was like, uh, so basically they had a DVI, which is like basically what older computers, like that blue cable you get with older computers you'd plug into for those to HDMI. And I'm pretty sure that thing just died, like while we were there. Because then after trying to get the Apple TV to work, Try to get the switch working again. Didn't work, so we couldn't play Jackbox anymore. But okay, we just hung out and had fun uh, by by the fire, you know, just 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 by the fire. What? Um, oh, and then uh, the weird part is, I was not the wild card. I thought I was going to be the wild card. I came in expecting to be the wild card. I assumed I was be drinking all day, but I was like, yeah. Everyone's like, do you want to take a shot with us? I'm like, sure. And I take the shot. I'm like, whatever. And everyone's like, oh. I'm like, that's a problem. That's a problem for me. Uh, that I don't gag when uh, I take a shot, and I don't need a chaser when I take a shot. That, that's a big thing. Um, that's going to be something I have to work out. But, uh, yeah, I thought I was going to be the wild card because I can just drink all day and be fine. Because, it, I mean, I, I I know how to get myself drunk perfectly, and I did that. I did that, but I wasn't the wild card. Uh, another guy there, uh, I don't want to be talking a lot of shit. I'm not, talk- I'm not really talking shit. I'm just talking about how he was the wild card. Um... Uh, he had his first beer at 8 a.m., his first mixed drink at 10 a.m. When he went to the buffet, the buffet, he had a rum mule. I think he got rum in his Moscow mule. Uh, and I was like, I don't want to spend that much. I don't want to spend a ton of money. And so I was like, I'm not going to get alcohol because I bought, like, we have a t- we had a ton back at the counter. I'm like, I don't need to buy more and stuff like that. So he was doing wild, wild card shit all day, just basically being like, hey, 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 you know, just stuff like that, you know, wild card shit, you know, just like unpredictable shit. You don't know what's going to happen. He's going to do unpredictable shit. Um, but, like, you know, I was taking drinks off to me all day. So I was, you know, I was effectively drinking all day. But uh, I have built up a big tolerance. And I'm not bragging about that. I'm just pointing out a point. Uh, so by the time we got to the end of the day, I'm like, all right. And I'm used to just getting drunk at the end of the day. Uh, just because I'm so used to, like, get your work done. Have your fun. You know, that's, you know, work then play. You know, that's how I live my life. And so I, because like what I brought to this, because uh, everyone's like one guy brought uh, actually the wild card. He bought, there's eight of us. He bought eight Wagyu steaks. Wagyu, Wagyu, I think it's pronounced Wagyu. So 
They'll be like, you're, you fucking trash, Kansas trash mouth. Shut the fuck up. I will beat the shit out of you. This is the type of guy you get. Do I? First of all, ride or die. I need the right one. Man proposes and God disposes. I don't know. I don't, I don't think we're going to get it. Um, but anyways, though, he had, so this, and we had steaks that evening. Like, they were pretty good, except we were given fucking butter knives to cut them with. And one guy was like, these steaks should be like so good that you can cut them with a butter knife. You know, they were great steaks. They were great steaks. So they were like $60 a pop. They were not fall apart. They did not cut with a butter knife. That's for sure. <laughs> Fuck. Um, anyways, though, like we had that, you know. Uh, and then I decided, let's go full throttle. Do I have... feel like a woman, a real woman? Let's go full throttle. So there, yeah. Then we went full throttle. And I decided to drink the rest of the Jack Daniels and Coke Zero I brought. Uh, so what did I bring to this party? Everyone else brought a lot of things. I could say something about Wagyu steaks. I brought entertainment in the form of uh, Jackbox Party Pack. My Apple TV, so we could watch gay porn. <laughs> That's the fucking entertainment. And uh, and I brought Cards Against Humanity, brought Jack and, Jack and Coke, you know, just alcohol if someone wants it, you know, just doing my part because I know I'm not gonna, I'm not the guy who's like throwing this, you know, whatever. But I just wanted to, you know, be a good, be a good sport. Um, so I, no one else drank the Jack Daniels. I guess no one else's fucking hair on their chest. Um, and so I do have a little bit of hair. Uh, if you're watching, can you see it? Yeah, it's not that much actually. <laughs> um, and so yeah, then I got I got I got pretty drunk. So I was just you know Jack Daniels, and the way I drank it was like I got the whole cup you know Jack and Coke, just chug it. I just chugged the whole thing each time I got one. So it's basically like taking a shot of Jack Daniels, a big shot of Jack Daniels, like four times. Uh, I, I drank a whole bottle, like it was the smaller bottle, not like the the one that's behind the counter, but like the. Maybe like half a liter or something like that. I drank that all that whole weekend. So, you know, I think we're, we're talking. I'm talking. I'm saying some dumb fucking shit because I'm just plastered out of my mind. And then I pass out. You know, I fall asleep. Um, which this was the, a better circumstance to pass out. Not at someone's wedding. I'm not going to do that again. But uh, I passed out, you know, by the campfire. You know, as we were all talking and saying goofy shit. And then I'm just like, all right, I woke, I kind of like woke up a little bit. I'm like, all right, I need to get to bed. So I stand up and I was on a slight hill. And so then I fell and I guess I rolled over a few times and my foot landed in like the fire pit. Didn't land on a flame, but it landed in the fire pit. And like, if I didn't get up carefully, uh, like I could have just fucking lit myself on fire. Luckily I got help back up because my, our friends, these people were better than me. Or at least the two people who were still awake were better, were better than everyone else. Everyone else were like, because <laughs> like they were like, they helped me up. I wobbled back to the cabin, made it to the bed, fell asleep, you know, and stuff like that. So I like that. And they, I think they apologized. Sorry we're laughing at you so much. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't really care. I'm like, I'm like, I knew what I was, I mean, like I knew I was drinking a lot. And so I'm like, you know, if you, if you drink a lot, which is, this is also not a good life. This is not good life advice as well. Uh, that if you drink a lot, you just expect to embarrass yourself. I'm like, just just be okay with it. Have no shame. That's not good life advice, but that's what I would do. Um, so yeah, that I think that was the end of the night. And then the next morning, I think we all hung out a little bit more and then went home. And uh, so like I had other the other there's another car that was going to the same place that I was. And so you know we're going the same route. So we, I was behind them. You know it was just how it was. I didn't need their directions. I'm not a fucking boomer who's like, I don't know how to get anywhere. I, I mean, I know how to fucking use a GPS. And so I, so I get, you know, uh, so we're driving. And then eventually we're start, we're just like really, we're behind like a slow ass truck. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this guy? 
And so eventually we get a, like a, an appearance because it's a two-lane road. So we eventually get an opportunity to pass them. And so we do pass them. Uh, later on in the afternoon, I, I remember the car. I remember the truck. But I didn't look at him. I was driving myself. I drove my own car there. Uh, I got a message. It says, I'm going to read this verbatim. We 100% saw a dude in an old beat-up truck with a mullet getting roadhead on the way home. And I think they also mentioned, that, like, yeah, we saw two heads pop up, or a head pop up, or whatever. I'm like, I can't believe I fucking missed that. Congratulations. You played yourself. But anyways, though, that was the bachelor party. It was pretty fun. Uh, and uh, surprisingly, I wasn't the wild card. So, some good shit. Anyways, though, let's go into our last segment before I, uh, before, yeah, for, for this fucking section of the podcast. Uh, let's go over WikiHow articles. I haven't done this in, like, a minute. Like, I've been doing a lot of BuzzFeed and, uh, relevant, but I remember I did, started doing WikiHow articles. WikiHow, it's a great thing, like, if you sometimes, like, it can really help you if you need to figure out how to do something, but sometimes they just have some nonsense articles, and I think... In the idea um, what? that when you have nonsense, when you need people who need health, help, uh, it has, you know, I was always taught with, like, you're only as good as your weakest member. And I think that's how WikiHow he thinks. And I like WikiHow um, in regards to how I put everything I go over. WikiHow is on top. That's why I don't think about them as much. BuzzFeed's after that because they're, they're really scraping the bottom of the barrel and I'm not that much better. But then we also have uh, Relevant Magazine, which is trying to be cool Christians, and you can't make God cool. So let's go over this article. How to know if you are drunk. I have pictures for this. I'm going to make sure I put them up on screen. I'm just going to make sure of that. So hopefully you, you see them on screen. Uh, Audio-only listeners, you don't get to see that because... Uh, uh, mainly because... What? This is the type of guy you get. So, method one... Checking if you're legally drunk. <laughs> okay, count how many drinks you've had over the past few hours. Generally, it takes about one hour for your body to metabolize one serving of alcohol. Additionally, it takes your body an extra 30 minutes to metabolize each serving of alcohol beyond three servings. Give yourself an hour to sober up for each drink you've had, plus an extra 30 minutes per serving if you've had more than three drinks. Okay, um... I don't even know what a drink counts for anymore. I overpour my liquor. I I can't. It has like a chart. What a serving is. I'm like, I don't I don't count that chart anymore. That's just fucking nonsense. Uh, use an online calculator to find out if you're legally drunk. Um, if I'm drunk, okay. Here's a good sign. If you think you're drunk, and you're like, I'm gonna get on my phone. Look go for an online calculator. I'm going to find out if I'm drunk. Uh, then uh, you're, you're probably... You're, if you can't do it, you're probably drunk. Use a breathalyzer if one's available. You know, I've been thinking about buying a breathalyzer. I just kind of want to know when I'm, like, pretty fucked up. Like, how... What is my alcohol content, you know? Stuff like that, but... Who the fuck is like, use a breathalyzer if one's available? Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. And have, have a nice day. Oh, no! Our table! All right. Method two. Uh, doing a field sobriety test. Uh, do the one touch... Do the touch-the-nose test for an easy option. Okay. If you're like, okay, am I drunk? Do I need to touch my nose? I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying, like, the first time I ever got drunk, 
I, I knew I was drunk. Like I knew I figured that shit out pretty quickly because I also threw up. Um, perform the walk and turn test. God damn it, fucking let's, let's fucking be supermodels. Dun 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 dun. dun. That's real fortune. <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, do the one leg stand test. If you think you're drunk and you decide to stand on one leg, I was just talking about falling into a fire. Do not do the one leg stand unless a cop is telling you to. And if a cop's telling you to, you're fucked. Like, dude, you're you're pretty fucked. I don't have a DUI, and uh, I apparently can drink moonshine without uh, uh, reacting to the aftertaste. So, um, you know. What? This is the type of guy you get. Those two might have to be switched. Um, method three, checking for physical signs you're drunk. Stand up and walk around to see if you feel unstable. Actually, that's actually pretty good advice. I'm gonna be honest. Be like, if you're like wobbling and you know you're wobbling, you're like, ah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm drunk. Uh, see if you can stay focused on a task or conversation. Now, I talk a lot when I'm drunk. Uh, to know I'm really drunk is I stopped. Uh, like, I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping. Uh, and that's funny because I, I feel like. I'm just like, I'm just going to fall asleep. And then that's people are like, you passed out. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't think we, I, I don't have an agreement with that. But when you're unconscious on a table, I think people are going to think about that. Uh, rest if you feel nauseous or start vomiting. I don't vomit as much as I used to, you know. I haven't vomited. It's funny, after I've turned, after I started drinking, I, I haven't vomited from like actual sickness since. The only time I throw up is, like, if I bring alcohol and I just kind of drank it a little too fast. Didn't really give it a proper moment to process. Look in the mirror and see if your pupils are enlarged. Jeez, don't look at the mirror when you're drunk. I mean, if, if this is your sign that you need to figure out you're drunk, I'm like, you're probably a little drunk. Uh, there's a picture of me. I think I took a picture with someone in college. Uh, the first time I ever blacked out. Uh, that was a fun story. I, I should tell that story sometime. I think... I need to write that down and, like, save it for, like, when I really need content, you know? But, uh, anyways, there's, like, a picture of me. It was, like, with someone, you know? I, when I get to... I get When I'm at a party and I get pretty drunk, I just start taking pictures with random strangers. <laughs> and, like, my pupils are just fucking, like, fuck! Oh, just fucking out there. And some people knew what was going on. <laughs> it was just fucking hilarious. Um, check your pulse to see if it's racing. Uh, when you're drunk, your heart beats fast, but you breathe slowly because alcohol is a depressant. Okay. I mean, that's good advice. I just feel like you know when you're drunk, though. Like, I just I just feel like this isn't something we need a wiki page for. Um, recognizing emotional signs you're drunk. Um, ask your friends if you're showing off. I mean... I don't know, like, my, I mean, all my friends, like, if I start showing off while I'm drunk, like, they're just gonna let me show off, uh, because that's hilarious, I don't know, I'm, I'm just in that mindset of, like, if you decide to drink, you have, you decided to embarrass yourself, and you just gotta live with that shit, uh, if you're showing off, your friends should let you show off, and, but make sure, like, you're okay, you're not gonna fucking fall into a fire, but make sure you're okay, uh, notice if you're laughing or crying a lot, if you're crying a lot, you're drinking for the wrong reasons, 
you're laughing a lot, I think you're drinking for the right reasons. That's for sure. Like, it's like if you're a mean, if you're a fucking angry drunk, I think that's probably, uh, I guess that's going to come up in this. If you're an angry drunk, you don't need to drink because you're not a good person. It's, if you're, you need to become an I love you guys drunk. That's the best kind of drunk. Uh, checking if you're talking to a lot of people you don't know. Okay. Okay. Now, I feel like, I feel like this article is calling me out now. I'll just talk to fucking anyone when I'm drunk. I'm like, especially if they're drunk too. I'll be like, man, you know, I just think <laughs> I'm the dumbest fucking shit. You know, I just think Michael Jackson's Thriller is just the best album. Because listen to that album on any fucking speaker, man. It's it's perfect everywhere. Um, you know, I feel like this article is calling me out. Uh, and last, I think, is listen for complaints that you're loud or slurring your speech. Um, I just feel like that's just complaints about my life in general, uh, to be honest. But uh, I do slur my speech. I do. Well, I, so I notice when I'm slurring my speech after I've drank, and I'm like, fuck, dude. This is embarrassing to me uh, and to everyone else here. But anyways, though, that's WikiHow. If you, if, you, if you didn't know if you're drunk or not, I hope this article from WikiHow has helped you understand that... Uh, that you're drunk. Uh, I would, I would love it. I'd be absolutely astounded if someone was thought they were wanted to know if they were drunk, uh, and clicked on the highlight for this and be like, I listened to it. And guess what? I think I'm drunk. So leave a comment if that's the case, but, but also, um, stay safe out there. Don't, don't drink and drive. That's not cool. Uh, just get a fucking Uber or whatever. Fucking they're everywhere. You know, don't drink and drive. It's not cool. Don't be like, don't, and also don't be like my mom's like, you're not going to be drinking and driving, are you? I'm like, I don't fucking do that. And then my friends were like, oh, you probably do. I'm like, I'm probably the only person who has a fucking Uber account right now. So y'all need to shut the fuck up. That's how I want to end this. Have you ever cracked open a cold one with the boys? The vibes are on. Then all of a sudden you are out of cold ones. Though the vibes are still on, the vibes will soon go off because you are out of cold ones. There's no need to drive when you're under the vibes. That's why today's sponsor Drizzly is here to make sure that the vibes continue. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy to use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know it's a saying something when it's being praised as the Amazon for liquor. Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do other things. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allows drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fee. So using our link in the description, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. You're not a boomer who still goes to what our ancient civilizations called a store. You buy everything on the internet like a modern individual. What if I could tell you that you could be saving more on your purchases by only making a few clicks on your computer? That's where today's sponsor, Honey, will change your life. Honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in our description. 
of this episode. Honey searches the entire internet for promo code, coupon codes, free shipping, and anything else that will save you money when buying things online. It's 100% free, and at no point will you have to pay for it with all of those many, many microtransactions. It's as simple as pressing a single button, and you can start saving money. Not using Honey is basically throwing money away that could be saved for more important things. I recently had to get business cards uh, for myself, and Honey literally saved me 60% on a, like a pack of 500 business cards. It was amazing. Add the Honey extension to your browser today for free by using the link in our description of this episode. And when you support, uh, when you use our links, you directly support this show. What? All right, it's time for Ask Shweezy, the part of the podcast where I go over all your questions, problems, concerns, theories, life events, and uh, uh, anything that, that that happens in between those. Uh, I'm here to just help you out with your problems, folks. And, uh, you know, some people are like, you give bad advice. I'm like, did you try it, though? I'm like, did you try it, though? I'm like, if this was your situation, am I, aren't I giving you the best options here? So, uh... So, what I'll say there is... I identify as a fucking threat. So, let's just get into the first question. I think we have the first question set up. I, I do have the first question set up. So I fucking, it's a prepared podcast, so I, I know what the first question is. Uh, how do I ask my boyfriend to use a vibrator on me without it just feeling awkward? What? Okay, that's a cool question. So... As a guy, so I'm like, I'm 29, I'm almost 30, and so it feels weird, I'm, t- I'm like only 29, I'm like, I feel like I'm 35 at this point, but I look like I'm like 20 or something like that, so I'm just in a weird spot in life, I think I fi- I'm fine, I'm finally looking at a point, I'm, my appearance is finally getting to a point where I look my age, or I'm, I look at least I'm like I'm over 21, I don't get carded anymore, that could be because I'm a regular, but we're not going to talk about that right now, uh, so you're going to mind your business, uh, that's rough, buddy. So, how do you use a vibrator? So, I'm, you know, I'm old enough to know, and that's why the whole point about me being old, uh, to, like, some people are like, you're only 29, I'm fucking 50, and I'm listening to you talk about shit. Um, the, the idea, because in my mind, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the whole point of, like, you know, when a, a woman, most, some women actually know what they need to come Sometimes it's just fucking outrageous. But sometimes they need a vibrator on their clit uh, while you pump it into them, you know? Sometimes that just gets their fast. Sometimes it, like, for some women, it's just, apparently it's just like, uh, I need to, I have to fucking, there's a lot of work I need to get done to get this going. Some women are quick. You know, some women doesn't take long. Every woman's different. We're all di- built different by God. I'm built different. I'm, you're built different. Uh, he, she, we are built different. So... I'm assuming that you're a woman. Uh, I'm going to assume you're... Uh, I guess I shouldn't assume you're a woman. I should assume you're a vagina haver, but it sounds like it's a it's a heterosexual relationship. And I know, for some of you, that's boring, but we're going to continue with it, and I'm going to continue uh, with this question. Uh, you want to use a vibrator during sex. So, like, you're not... The idea is, like, you still want to have sex with them, but, like, while you're getting it pumped into you, your clit needs a lot more stimulation. And uh, a lot of women do need that. And, like, some couples actually just, like, this is what we got to do. Get things done. That's, you know. And, you know, I don't, I mean, I think that's okay and stuff like that. Um, you know, and I think the idea of, like, you're at him, at, you're asking him, like, 
okay, can I use my vibrator when I when we have sex? And you're like, you think like you're going to ask him. And he's like, oh, man, am I not good enough? It's a, and like you think you're probably going to ruin his self-esteem. So you're 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 a good woman. Like you you realize like I need a vibrator to get off. But at the same time, I don't want to hurt my man's feeling and make him belittle him. And make him feel like he's not enough. Like I, I, I respect that. I, I very much respect uh, kind of what you're doing. And you know, uh, I assume you're. Ho- I assume you're probably younger. If you're like, oh, you're really bad. We're like, we're, we're f- I'm 45. Oh Jesus, <laughs> why am I answering this question? Um, but you know, I, no, I get, I can't get the idea. Like, some women need just some women just need to be fucking choked to to come. Like they just need to be choked. You just got to choke them. Like, and then you gotta use like CPR, and you gotta get fucking clear. Just get them back to life. That's the only way they can come. And there's some women are just like, I just need a vibrator right there, you know, just put it there for a minute. Um, and so I guess, I guess, so the situation, like, what would actually help you? Um, one thing I, I think, because it, it's gonna be, there's a rough situation because you don't want to make him feel like emasculated or like he's his dick isn't good enough cuz it doesn't sound like you're getting off from penetration it sounds like i don't know why i don't know why god built us this way that's why i say the japanese make women better than god does um that's another story um so make him, so my biggest suggestion would be so like if i was in this situation i'm putting myself in your shoes and be like hey uh I need a vibrator to get off. Uh, penetration doesn't really do it for me. Uh, so, like, you're like, maybe be like, hey, take this vibrator and just put it on my clit or whatever and just keep working that into the routine and then make it, like, a normal part of the routine. Uh, me just rambling on, I think that's probably the best answer I can give you because I think the idea, the idea is you don't want... So the idea, what I would say is... You don't want to emasculate him and make him feel bad and, like, his dick isn't good. But at the same time, you want that vibrator used. So I think uh, I think you said, I want to ask my boyfriend to use a vibrator on me. That's actually a good thing. I think him using a vibrator on you is a, is a good thing because if he's using that vibrator on you, then you're like, he's getting you off with the vibrator. So it's not you getting yourself off. It's not the vibrator getting you off. It's him with the vibrator getting you off. And then you gotta experiment from there. Maybe, maybe a vibrating cock ring. I bought my friend one for a wedding. It was eight dollars, seven dollars, maybe. Uh, he said that he used it and it wasn't very good. And then his wife told me that they threw it away immediately. So we know that she's a liar. And uh, so yeah, just uh, make him use the vibrator. Be like, use this vibrator on me and get me off. And just, just be, just, just make him feel like he's doing the job, and he's getting that shit done. I think that's going to be the, the thing that uh, you need to what? do. Um, uh, for eternity or whatever. I don't fucking know. Um, anyways, let's move on. I'm sexually attracted to women, but don't want to have sex. Them, am I insane? Okay, you did not read, you know. Spell check, people. Before you fucking send this shit to me. Uh, I'll happily masturbate and look at pics or whatever, fantasize about having sex or some sort of sexual activity. However, I don't want to have, like, actual sex with them. I can't explain it properly to feel free to ask for clarity. So, I hope you're not, like, an English speaker. Like, a English as a first language speaker. 
I'm not trying to make fun of the English as I'm saying if you I, I want this person to be an English as a second language speaker when they were on this and um second attack to women. I'm basically getting the gist of however you like jacking off to women, but like you don't want to actually go out and have sex with them. Like for you, I guess what gets you off is masturbation. Um so like the whole sexual part of intercourse, like you're just a hundred percent okay with masturbating. Um, the other question I would have for you is that, um, are you, do you go out and date people? Are you into dating people at all? Is that a thing for you? Uh, because I would say though, um, I don't think you're insane. I don't, I'm not going to say you're insane. Uh, this is just like things that, because you know, you're, you said you're a man, right? Wait, you never said your gender. Um, I want to assume you're a man, and I believe this probably helps you out with women, too. I was about to, Yeah, I, I assume you're a man. I'm just going to go to the assumption you're a man. Um, people, put your genders in here. Um, what I'll say, though, is that you have sex with them. Um, in regards to that, though, like, I feel like if... Because, you know, there is a difference between just having sex and being in a relationship with someone. And so, but I also believe that a relationship, whether that's marriage, partnership, dating, et cetera, et cetera, I believe that sex is somewhat of an important thing in regards to uh, that relationship. And that's why when I get questions about like, yeah, my husband is sex repulsed, but I masturbate, but he thinks that's disgusting. I'm like, grow the fuck up. But I'm thinking about Hugh here, um, because I don't think you're insane. Uh, you know, the question you're asking, do I, th do I think you're insane? No, I don't think you're insane. Um, but the question is, are you wanting to date a partner? Because I feel like if you want a partner, uh, sex, you, you have to do sex. I I'm a hundred percent in belief of it. And you know, some people are like, yeah, we only have sex like once every six months or whatever. I'm like, you know, if that works for both of you, great. But if that works for only one of you, you need to fix a relationship because, like, I, I mean, like, in my mind, I'm like, if I'm not nutting, like, three times a week, two, three times a week, I'll say two or three times, but I really mean three. That's what I mean. Like, we're going to have a problem in the relationship. You're going to be like, it's like, ladies, you know, if, like, your man's just angry, like, just jerk him off. Like, you might feel better after that. Um, so I don't know how, like, the thing is, I don't know how, I don't think you're insane for only wanting to just jerk off yourself but not want to have sex with women. The question I have is, do you want to be in a relationship with a woman, but like not have sex with them? Because that's going to cause a lot of problems and you got to figure that shit out very fast. And, uh, yeah, you got to figure that, that shit pretty fast. Uh, but if it's just like, yeah, I want to date someone who doesn't want to have sex with me. Uh, they're called asexuals. Uh, they're out there. Um, I don't like them, but it's mainly because I don't want to, it's mainly just, a. well, I don't, I don't, the ones that, the ones I don't want to have sex with them. I hope y'all get what I'm trying to say here. Anyways, though, yeah, um, in regards to just, like, getting yourself off, no big deal. When you get to a relationship, that could be a big problem. So, uh, you may need to find an asexual person, or you maybe need to figure other shit out. Uh, that's what I'll give to you.
Would you ever date a porn star? It's very interesting, though. I, I follow... I, I follow a couple on Instagram, and it's not because I'm like, oh, I need something to get horny to. Uh, if that was the case, I would just go on Pornhub. That's the problem. Uh, for me, I'm just kind of interested in, like, how they live their lives, what they're doing. Uh, there's, like, one chick I follow, and, like, she always tags her, like, booking agency in every photo she posts. I'm like, that's some boomer shit right here. She's not a boomer. That's the problem. Like, this is not how you do social media. And there's, like, a couple others I follow, and they're like, follow my OnlyFans. Please follow my OnlyFans. I don't respond to Instagram messages. I only respond to OnlyFans messages. And it's fun like that. And then sometimes I like it when they post about their, like, day-to-day lives. I'm like, went to the corn festival or whatever. <laughs> you know, just shit like that. It's fun. So, yeah. Um, so I'm always interested in, like, porn stars' lives. And, you know, porn stars are just fucking normal people. And their job is basically... Like, someone who is acting in a movie, kind of like that, but in their said movie, they're getting fucked. Uh, that's the that's basically what's happening what? um, in their movie, and, you know, and I feel like it serves a purpose, and so, but you also have to understand that porn is fake. Porn is not real, and I believe, like, porn is like a fantasy, and women are like, porn is disgusting, and I'm like, well, goddamn fucking Hallmark and Lifetime movies are fucking gross, too. Uh, and they're fucking bad, and it's bad acting, but women, like, that, those are, I would say, Hallmark movies and, like, Lifetime movies, those fucking romance movies, that's basically porn for women, and some people were like, well, you know, they're not taking their clothes off, I'm like, but yeah, but I guarantee a woman could watch that movie and flick her bean to it, that's 100% true, uh, but what I date a porn star, let's just, you know, I believe, you know, porn is a good career, I believe, or a career, I believe it's work for these women, and I want to respect the women, and I want to make sure that they do work in good, you know, like, working environments. And a lot of times nowadays, we're getting to a point where that is the case, where it's like, the guy's like, hey, what's up? I guess we're going to sleep together today. Let's go over, like, no-nos and whatever. Like, she's like, don't put a finger in my butt. And he's like, okay, don't put a finger in my butt. And she's like, okay. Stuff like that, you know. And the shoot, and it's very queer. Allison Ray, she's on TikTok. I do follow her on TikTok. She's actually very good about, like, talking about, like, the behind-the-scenes secrets about that. So, I really do think, though, before people are like, porn is bad. Like, look at the behind-the-scenes secrets and stuff like that. Educate yourself before you go into anything. However, now, would I date a porn star? The answer is yes. I would date a porn star. Like, that's not, like, out of my question at all. Like, when I like, you know, whatever. It's not a big deal. However, I would hope she's a very good liar. At least. Or... At least she was somewhat honest or whatever. Because the thing is, when you watch, like, porn sex, it's not necessarily actual good sex. It's basically visually made to look good. And the women, like, fake their reactions and, like, oh, this is good. Oh, this is fucking great. And, like, sometimes it's POV of the guy and you're like, yeah, this is good for you. And you're like, you want to pretend you're the guy. And, like, obviously that's what porn is. Like, you want to pretend you're the guy satisfying a woman and make yourself feel good and stuff like that. That's what gets you off. And that's what you like about porn, but real sex is not like porn. Uh, for those of you who haven't had sex before, that's a life lesson for you. Real real sex is not like porn. And it's funny to talk about, like, some of these porn stars have, like, partners and stuff like that, and then, like, they just, like, cry when their, <laughs> their girlfriends get back from work or whatever. But, um, but I don't know. I feel like if she was a good liar to me, I'd be like, 
man, this is the best fucking shit ever. And she could probably already do that shit. Be like, I prefer sex with you over fucking this guy that I worked with. You know, stuff like that. So you have to realize there's so much difference in like, sometimes most of those girls don't get, don't have real orgasms when they, when they get a giant ass fucking dick in there and they're pussies, you know. It's like, sometimes the big ones hurt, you know. That's just real life. Right there. But what I did, point out, yeah, I would hope she's a very good liar to me. Uh, and I really like that. I, I really hope she's very good at lying for me. I'd, just be like, I just want you to lie, make me feel good, you know. What real evidence is there for a god? By this, I mean it has to be unique to the specific religion. For example, you can't say, well, someone had to create the universe, so therefore it was the Christian god. This flawed... Be, this this flawed because any of the many, many religions that exist can claim this. I don't want to come off as snarky, but I'm instead trying to find out why so many people put their beliefs in this. Okay, so what real evidence is there for God? Um, here's, so I'm not saying, like, I'm, to give a background to anyone listening who's, like, new and doesn't know who I am, uh, I was very much in the Christian game. I think I stopped doing anything church-related in 2020, no, 2017. Um, And I think by, like, 2015, I was like, I believe gay people and anything trans and shit like that, you know, should be accepted in church. And I think think it was 2015. I was probably thinking those thoughts way earlier, but I think I really declared it 2015 and stuff like that. So... But I was like very Christian till then. Now I'm like, now I very much talk about like the bullshit in church and stuff like that. And I very much am not ashamed because I grew up in that shit and I know I worked in that shit and I was a worship pastor. I worked in bands. I very much know that shit. So in the belief system, here's what I want to here's what I want to talk about. Real evidence for God. So you could be like God doesn't exist. You could tell someone prove it, but then you could also say. You can say, prove God exists. Prove it. But you can say, prove God doesn't exist. You can't prove that either. So it, it's this idea that I would never say, I, wanna, I would never want to be an atheist or, you know, even like a, the idea of like a full-blown Christian at the same time. At least, I believe everyone should at least be agnostic and be like, there could be a God, but I don't fucking know. And I'm just going to live my life by that and be a good person. That's why I believe every person should at least strive to be, you know, try to be a good person. Uh, but is there a God? I don't know. Because, like, you can't prove there is a God, and you cannot prove there isn't a God. That just, I will always 100% believe that. At the end of the day, as as um, all these people study scripture, or like, you know, Christianity, uh, Buddhism, uh, Islam, Judaism, you could study that shit all your life. But at the end of the day, you have to realize, can he prove God exists? No. Can you prove God doesn't exist? No. So I, I, I always want to say that. Like, you have to live by that logic. What real evidence is there? Um, well, I know there's, like, evidence Jesus exists and stuff like that. And some of the documents, at least in Christianity, some of them are very much historical facts. Some are not historical fact for sure. Uh, but, like, yeah, you said Christian God, so I always want to talk about that can't prove God exists, you can't prove God didn't exist. Some scientists also say that at one point the Earth was completely flooded. So, I mean, 
that's a story in the Bible, but also a lot of other religions really go for that. Um, but what real evidence is there for God? Um, I really do. I really do think I would. I want to say that you can't prove He does exist, but you can't prove He He you can't prove He does exist. You can't prove He doesn't exist. If that makes sense. Why are 20 to 30 year olds so depressed these days? Um, well, there's a lot of things that could say that. I think, um, I, I 100% believe that the baby boomers, that their generation of basically how they entered the workforce and their ideas in the workforce and how they want the workforce to work have really ruined a lot of things. And, uh, really, I could go on a rant for a while, but I think I have a couple points. Uh, basically, my generation, because I'm 29. 30, but I feel like 30 people in their 30s are also in this too. I can probably say that for 40s, 50s too as well. But baby boomers have really just ruined a lot of shit for a lot of people. Uh, basically, we're underpaid. If you, if I want to try and work a job, like I'll look at job listings for like thirteen fifty an hour. I'm like, you can't live off thirteen fifty an hour. You can't live off thirteen fifty an hour anywhere. And like, why would you want something to work? People are like, well, people who work at McDonald's, I don't think they should really be getting paid that much. And you're like, I think that's like a high school job you work. Okay. It's 10 a.m. in September. Students are in school. Who is working at McDonald's? Adults. So that, that logic is just fucking stupid. Like, yeah, if you're working at a grocery store, you're a high school student. Okay. Go at 10 a.m. and wonder why there's no one working. Because fucking high school students are in high school. Uh, and so, like, they don't pay enough. Just clearly, if someone's, like, 13, 15 an hour, and I was working a job once, and it was, like, 15 an hour, and it's, like, I'm still, I can't pay my bills with this. And people were, like, we want to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. I'm, like, that's not, that's still not enough for me. Like, I still can't do anything with that. And I'm not living some extravagant lifestyle. I'm just, like, trying to survive I'm like i shouldn't have to work a second job for this uh my generation can't afford a house uh and basically a lot of the times just people are like i'm gonna buy just a house i'm gonna rent out and let someone else pay off the mortgage for it fuck that person i hate landlords like for real if someone's like yeah what do you what is your job i'm a landlord i'm, like, I'm gonna i'm gonna punch them and i would love to punch them in the face immediately because I'm like that's not a fucking real job and i saw someone on tiktok was like being a landlord is the easiest fucking job because being a landlord is not a real job. And so if that's your only job uh, and you're not working like a secondary job, fuck you. It's like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm I'm hard on rent right now because uh, my car was kind of broken. You're like, okay, show me the receipts and I'll deduct that from here or whatever type of problem you have. Like you show them the receipt and they're like, oh, this was a real situation. I'll deduct that from your rent and help you so you can pay it. You know, like it's easy doing that shit. And landlords are like, I expect you to pay me, and if you don't pay me immediately, I'm gonna rage. Uh, we can't afford to get sick or injured without going into debt because fucking the American healthcare system fucking sucks, and like, we don't have enough time for hobbies and shit like that. Like, you work a job that barely pays you enough, and then you decide, like, oh, I would love to go hang out with my friends this weekend. Like, I cannot afford to do that. Like, your job should be able to pay to afford you everything you do, and on your days off, you should be able to have fun and even go on vacation. Like, I would, I've never been able to a vacation. <coughs> and that's, you know, and that's just like being, you know, I'm a musician too. And I'm, now I'm trying to 
make sure I don't have to work some like shitty job that underpays me and shit like that. But you're like, why is everyone so depressed? Like, cause we're we're broke. We have no money. And then you're like, money can't buy happiness. Money can definitely buy fucking happiness. Don't tell me this shit, you money can't buy happiness. Like, all your bills are paid for. You have no anxiety or stress in the world, like, trying to survive. You're telling me that that does not provide happiness? Like, if you have money to be able to do whatever you want, uh, you can afford happiness. Being a shitty person and being rich does not afford happiness. And that's what that fucking whole debate is about money can't buy happiness yeah money can't buy happiness if you're a shitty fucking ass person but if you have money and you want to help people and you want to like be a good person yourself and go on fun shit with your friends that you're not shitty to things will work out for you that's for sure would you date someone in a wheelchair hey there i'm 20 years old and physically disabled i have a neuromuscular disease called spinal muscular atrophy and I've spent dated and I've never dated anyone before if I didn't know better I would blame most of it on my disability because I know being with someone who is disabled is a huge thing to take on matter take on matter how you look at it because sadly these lim- there's limitations on what a wheelchair dependent person can do and one thing I've noticed is that I have the hardest time with girls my age I feel they don't even think to give someone like me a chance. I feel I have a better luck with older women. That's pretty interesting. I thought she would maybe be a woman, but it, no, there's like a woman on TikTok. She's, I think her tag is hot girl in wheelchair. And like, she's very good looking. I'm going to be like, she's like hot girl in wheelchair. Like both check, both things are a check mark, but she also has a giant fucking like, I don't know if it's an abs, it abscess, I think it's an abscess or cyst, because I think it's just gotten huge in, like, I think she popped it once, but it grew back. Like, she needs to figure that shit out, that's for sure. Uh, but anyways, though, I'm like, yeah, banger. But also, at the same time, for a guy like me, like, you find a girl you think is attractive in a wheelchair, and, like, you know, you start going out, you go out in places, and be like, what happened to her? And be like, we had sex once, and I blew her back out. Because I would say that 100% of the time every time and um, and I believe that if a woman wants to continue to get laid or be with someone while they're in a wheelchair they're going to have to accept that joke because that's a pretty good fucking joke. Let's be honest, that's a good fucking joke, dude. Be like, "Why are you, so could you tell me why you're disabled?" I'm like, "Yeah, he blew my back out." I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I did." <laughs> fucking fuck. And you just fucking get a good 10 pumps and you're like, "Fuck. Uh, I can't move my legs." <laughs> what? Um, no, um, you're a guy though, so it's different for guys. Um, so you're a guy in a wheelchair, so um, my advice to you would be that you should probably one, you should you should take care of your appearance. I know you're work. Um, I don't know how calories work for people in wheelchairs, but spinal. I don't know what spinal muscular atrophy is, and I'm kind of scared to look it up but i also will say though for a guy what you need to do is uh basically uh just groom and maintain yourself you know clean yourself uh, you know put on deodorant cologne you know cologne that's not fucking axe body spray um and stuff like that just keep yourself clean i'll say that uh and i would also just have a ton of confidence you know just roll up and roll up 
and be like, what's up, bitch? <laughs> no, don't say what's up, fucking, what's up, bitch? <laughs> and just, uh, just maintain confidence, because if you maintain your confidence in a wheelchair, uh, I feel like it's a huge turn-on. And I also want to mention, there was the incel, not incel, it was the uh, QAnon documentary on Hulu, not Hulu, HBO Max, that uh, basically the main guy, uh, the guy who created, like, 8chan, he was initially in a wheelchair and he had, like, some disease. And basically he was an incel, he was an incel group or whatever. <coughs> oh my coughing. And he uh, basically found a girl who had a kink for guys and, like, who were disabled and weirdly. And, uh, he had sex and he couldn't be in the incel group anymore. So, uh, you know, you'll find, you'll find someone. Uh, this, you know, and sometimes you just have to lower your standards. You know, sometimes you have standards and you just got to lower them. Really, if you if you want to be with someone, you just got to lower your standards. That's, that's going to be the real thing. And I don't think anyone's, uh, does your dick work, though? I also don't know that. So, um, I'm not going to continue to talk about that. But, uh, maybe talk about that. I don't know. All right, our last question of the evening. How to overcome decision-making anxiety. Whenever I want to make a decision or do something that needs to be done, I am unable to do it because I get scared or anxious, and so I put off things for later, and in doing so, I get temporary comfort, but still the task needs to be done, and it's still there. I'm scared of the outcomes. It's the anxiety of not knowing what is about to come. I want to know how I can overcome this. So, here's what I do. I have, I have anxiety, too. I have pretty bad anxiety. I take almost the max of the medication I do take. I just, I'm not trying to prack. I just want to say I relate to you. This, But you have decision-making anxiety? Is that normal anxiety, but you just have a problem with uh, decision-making? Uh, maybe I can help you. Maybe I can't. I don't know. But what I would say, though, whenever I have a decision that I really just cannot figure out what I want to do, you know, like I just can't figure out what option I want to go with. What I like to do is, uh, do, do something, maybe flip a coin, even whether it's in like an app or an actual coin, that's what you got to do. So you pick your two sides and you flip it. And then you like, you know, you flip it and then you put it on your hand. Uh, and then, you know, here's something to think about. Don't actually look at what the actual, what it actually landed on. Think about what did I want it to land on? And if there was a specific side of that coin you wanted it to land on, that's the side you should go with because I feel like your gut instincts are usually pretty good. Not mine all the time, but yours could be. Uh, I'm not sure. However, though, if you flip the coin and you don't look at it and you still want, and you still can't decide, Go with a coin flip, you know? Uh, sometimes, th then that could be God's way of saying, uh, hey, I'm going to fuck you up, or you're going to be super rich. That's, that's I mean, that's going to be two great decisions right there, and I think that you should probably go with them. Anyways, though, that's how we're ending this episode of Cancel Sweezy. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Lord's trademark favorite podcast uh make sure you follow me on social media at the Sweezy, facebook 
Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. My music under Shweezy. It's like cancel Shweezy. You just take out the cancel part. And uh, we got twitch.tv slash the Shweezy. Make sure if you have an Amazon Prime account, make sure you uh, hit that subscribe button, connect it, connect the two, and hit that subscribe button to financially support us. Like you could on Patreon, where uh, it's our tip jar, where you could financially support us uh, for doing what we do. But don't forget the free shit. Uh, obviously, audio-only listeners, check out our YouTube page. Make sure you subscribe to that and share any of our highlights with your friends. Like it, leave us comments on there so we can make discussions and intellectual discussions uh and obviously if you're on uh, audio platforms uh give us a review and leave us a five four three two or one star rating so honk if you love butt drugs and stay awesome believe it or not schweg is in at home please leave a message at the beep I must be out, or I'd pick up the phone Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home You just finished a full episode of Cancel Sweezy. You are now one of the smartest individuals who will ever exist in our world. Uh, if you like that episode, make sure you subscribe, whether you're watching this show or listening to the show, make sure you subscribe. That way you get notified whenever we release full new episodes as well. And if you're on YouTube, smash that bell button. That way you get notified anytime we make a post over here on YouTube. Uh, honk if you love butt drugs, and uh, yeah, stay awesome.